guys, welcome back to the Bear Connection Podcast. You're here with Schuler, Nate, Ryan, Kaylee, and Andy. This is Andy's first official podcast as a member of PILT Paranormal. So I think tonight's going to be pretty fun. We're going to let Kaylee lead on with tonight's topic. Yeah, are you excited? Don't mind if I do. Yeah. <laughs> a tale of two sensitives. It is. <laughs> what are we going to elaborate on? Um, so, um, I'm a sensitive and also Andy is a sensitive, so we're just going to chit chat about the two of us. Okay. Just I like that. Compare, contrast, and questions and answers after from the audience, if you will, I guess. Yes. We need to get this live, but one step at a time. So as some of our listeners may remember, you have a whole episode, you know, talking about your abilities and your origin story. So we're going to kind of take some of those tie-ins and highlights and bring them to this episode and talk with Andy about it and kind of let Andy go in with his origin story. And then you guys can go back and forth about, you know, differences or similar things that you may experience or, you know, do essences. What do you think about that? Sounds good to me. All right. All right, Kaylee. So go ahead. Tell us, please, about what it's like to be a sensitive. Well, <laughs> I mean... <laughs> For me, it feels pretty normal, just because, like, it's not like, I'm not one of those people that, like, I see a ghost walking down the road, like, every single, like, day, you know, it's, I don't know if it's just because, like, I just, like, ignore it or something, it's kind of like, I don't see things, but it's kind of like I choose not to see them, because, like, I don't want to see someone, like, with their head cut off, yeah. you know what I mean, so it's kind of like, I'm intentional about, like, I don't want to see them, but, like, it's kind of like, I feel an essence nearby. You ever feel like, drained? Yeah. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I couldn't give you a specific, like, specific yeah. instance because it's life. Um, yeah. But I know for me, it's like how do I describe it? Someone explained to me like what it was like. You feel their feelings per se. Okay. Yeah. More of like an emotional connect, emotional yeah. connection. Yeah. So. Like, like an empath. Yeah. So, like, it's hard to explain. Cause it's like their <clears throat> essence per se. Like, what makes them them? Like, if it was like their soul right there, it's like, yeah. I would just pick up on like for me, like that just makes sense to me. But I know that doesn't make sense at would all. Would a good example be like if someone's staring at you from behind you and you get that weird feeling that someone's looking at you? Is that a decent example of yeah. you feeling their emotions? Yeah, I would I would actually agree that it's it's very similar and you can feel the person behind you or the person in front of you. You can feel that that energy. Um not with like and I don't know, not with individual people like that are here and alive. I'm just saying like when people are dead. And I don't know if it's just like maybe for me it's like maybe if i like do pick stuff up like i just don't realize it because like when like it's my normal per se yeah you know what i mean yeah so so when you go on investigations do you open up yourself more or do you still a little bit so i mean i've only been on like two investigations we got three if you include the graveyard like i felt it a lot in the jail i know it's like a spooky scary place to begin with um that's right remember she saw that light Shut up! <laughs> For the viewers on the f- viewers listening. Viewers on the phone. 
spirit guides or whatever mm -hmm. so i like to call them like celestial beings being just like anything that's not human per se because they have like they have kind of like an awe about them it's just like a brilliance about them like their feeling essence and stuff um like I've, as far as i know i've only felt like one human spirit like prior to like meeting you guys and stuff like that um maybe at the jail it's hard because it's like it took like multiple t like encounters with it to like realize it was like really there like i it's kind of like you i would go into the garage and like i would feel like something was like in the corner and i like wouldn't think anything of that i'm just like okay whatever and then i go home um but like as i would keep going through the garage and i keep feeling it in that same spot like i'd start picking up like thoughts like it's weird it's like thoughts just get like shot into your head per se like thoughts of knowing per se yeah and comes like, from nowhere yeah so what i was feeling was um at the time my husband who was my boyfriend at the time it was his deceased dad and i didn't know who it was like i was just feeling like it just seemed like there was a man like sitting in the corner like uh like in despair yeah. you know like wasn't sure what to do and you know over the course of like i don't know a month or two like i kind of like thought maybe like I'm just gonna say hi like it sounds really stupid like I know what you mean I like I made sure there was no one around because I'm like I'm not gonna just talk to the air that's stupid that's what we do every <laughs> hi that's okay. yeah hi and there? like <laughs> for me it's like there was like a brief pause and then it was like it just felt like there was this huge amount of energy like right next to my ear and like it almost like I almost felt the words in my head saying like you can hear me blah 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 and like you know it's like part of me is like am I just making this up and crap like that because you're like like that's how like any like ghost movie starts yeah. you know um it's not your norm either and yeah. so like but it was just like the energy was just so intense like it was like right here that like i just ran and so like that's what i feel um but like for me th i think the reason why it took longer to kind of like acknowledge that presence is because i'm so used to like like feeling like a celestial being's essence that like a human's spirit is like 10 times duller yeah. than that so like it's almost like it's barely there and okay. so it's like unless you're like looking for like unless you're like opening your mind up to it or whatever it's like yeah. you don't you don't think to look what's easier to read kayla a deceased person or a living for you well yeah. that's the thing is like if you how do you know if you're reading someone correctly because they could be lying to you mm. there have been like it seems like it happens like way too often but it's like i'll be thinking the exact same thing as someone else like at the exact same time like I like for example the other day um, I, I was texting someone so a question like do you have anything about your club event for like the, the department meeting and he was yeah. like oh my gosh Lauren just asked me the exact same question or something like that I gotcha you know so like examples like that like that happens like way too often it's not coincidental there's something you know to it. or like I'll get the feeling it's like 
like, I should go to this restaurant that I really like, but I'm like, I'm trying to save money, so I shouldn't. And some, they would, like, I just get this, get this feeling, it's like, just go, like, it'll be fine. And I'll go, and like, my friend's family is actually there. Like, I'll see them, and they'll, like, they'll invite me over and they pay for my meal. It's like, huh. it's yeah. crazy stuff like that. And so, I don't know. I've, I feel like I can feel things like, I'll feel things more deeply than people. Maybe that's probably why, like, I might burst out more, like, in anger because I feel for something or like I'll pick up on something. Yeah. Um, Is it more of an um to react to whatever, whatever, yeah. whatever it is you're feeling, you yeah. know? I don't know. Cause like for me, it's like, if you're picking up the vibe of the room per se, like, I don't yeah. know. I don't know if I'd necessarily consider that sensitive stuff. Like gotcha. anything that comes with like, like people like who are living, like, mm-hmm. I don't know how much of that is like actually sensitive just because I would say more empath, but going with sensitive yeah. and empath, they're kind of the same. But mm-hmm. I think this is where we can jump in with Andy. What do you think, Andy, with sensitives and empaths and feeling the deceased and the living? How can you differentiate between those? Um, actually, I think they're they're actually pretty close to being the same thing. Um, except empath, I believe, deals more with the living. Yeah. I happen to be both. So basically an empath is like being able to read someone's emotions or sometimes even their thoughts. And an empath is how do I explain? Well, it's like what I was saying earlier about standing in line somewhere, like maybe a concession stand or something, and you could feel the energy of that person behind you, basically staring at the back of your head. And so that that's what I compare it to. It's, it's kind of the same type of feeling. Um, now, in terms of the other sensitivities that I have um, a lot of times it's well for me it started out with uh, being able to see things like I would see things in short bursts and I still do from time to time Um, the reason I see things in short bursts is because I'm not I'm not fully open yet. I'm still kind of new to all of this. So I work um, on that through meditation. But um, for right now, I can only see things through like very quick short bursts. But uh, a lot of times I'll see like a quick flash of light or I will see a face or I will see someone walk past a doorway, you know, that sort of thing. And- uh, How do they look to you? Are they like see-through or do they look like a normal person? A lot of times they will look very solid. They will definitely look like an actual person to me, but the fact that they just appear and then disappear definitely tells me that they're not um but uh <laughs> yeah yeah, they, <laughs> yeah absolutely but uh yeah they uh they definitely appear very solid to me um i used to have 
what I refer to as night terrors, where I would wake up in the middle of the night just out of nowhere and open my eyes. And the second I open my eyes, there would be a face, like right up close to my face, maybe about three, four inches away. Gotcha. And it would show up and then just disappear. And every time it would be a different face. Yeah. But uh, I'm guessing it was that that energy that was waking me up. Yeah, probably. You know, because, I mean, you can sense it when someone's, like, leaning over you and staring at you. So it was that type of thing for me, and I would open my eyes and, boom, there'd be this face, and as soon as I notice it, it's gone. Yeah, I've actually, um, I've only seen, like, one actual spirit, but that's because it was, like, my spirit guide, and I'd asked to see him. Um, So um, that's also in the episode that of you know the podcast that Shula was talking about right well this has been happening to me this has been happening to me basically since I was very very young but I didn't really know that I was a sensitive until like recently how recent Andy well I I've really started to kind of embrace it just like last year but uh all my life, basically, um, as long as I've been into the paranormal field, I've had sensitives, psychics, uh, empaths, mediums of all sort come to me and tell me that, yes, I am a sensitive, and yes, I have a very, very strong energy about me, and that's what draws, you know, spirits to me. That's really cool. Yeah. But I- the thing is, I, I, never, I never actually believed it until you know i started putting two and two together and i thought well you know maybe they could be right that makes me feel better because that's kind of similar to what happened with me is like you know people would say like one person said that like you know i get the like he's like he's reminded of an an author who like wrote an autobiography about himself about how like he grew up not realizing he was psychic he's like i think you're like that author it's so normal to me like I don't like I didn't I never even acknowledged it Hmm. I was actually referred to as the same type as the same author so I know what you're talking about oh really yeah because he didn't say like he couldn't remember the author no I I can't remember the name Uh either one day I'll find out it was so many (laughs) years ago but I I was told the exact same thing so I do know what you're talking about and you know it's like you know, it's like, it's like, it's cool, but you know, obviously it's the first time you hear it. So you'd like, you know, you're just like, okay, whatever, you know, like, you're just right. stuff. Um, here, and like the first few years that you go through it, it's like, it's really scary. Cause like, you have no idea what's going on. Yeah. So, you know, you, you tend to freak out about it quite a bit. But as the years went on, I I became more and more okay with it, you know? So... I think I was lucky in the sense of, like, since I don't really, like, see them, I feel them, like, growing up, like, say if I was a kid playing in my room, like, I felt like there was something there, like, watching me, but, like, it didn't feel, like, evil, you know what I mean? So, like, I just kind of, like, shrugged it off and, like, moved on. Like, I I just kept saying, like, I don't know. And, um, I started, like, once, uh... I started taking psychic development classes here in Indy 
Um, there's a really good teacher here. I can't remember like what days he does it, like Thursdays and Saturdays. And he, he does like meditation classes, but he also does psychic development. And so I think it was the meditation class actually, where he like one of the meditation classes sessions was, um, he was like, meet your spirit guides. And this was literally the first time, like he's always talked, he always talked about like, you know, like what spirit guides are and like who they are. And like, supposedly you have five of them or something. I don't know. That's that jury still on that one for me, but um, so this meditation was like meet your spirit guide, and mine like it came to, like it was like we're around a campfire and like it comes to me in like a, a shroud of like shadowness, and they, I was like you know, I'm, and then like the next thing it was it burst open like basically like the 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 veil burst and it was like this like the night sky but like. I don't even know how to explain it because like, it was like so like not anything that like appears like on this earth like it's almost like if you took like the like if you've ever seen like a little big planet video game where it's like it looks like a 2d effect but they're moving around in 3d style like it was almost like that and um you know i was like it, and so at this point the teacher is telling you to like you know talk to your spirit guide, like ask it a question, like ask it to like, he said like what you want, like you want is validation is to, um, you know, like validate what you're seeing. Like if they give you a name, like have them validate that name sometime throughout the week. Um, and for me, it's like, I didn't really like ask his name. Like I kind of had an idea what it was. Um, and like, but I just kept saying like, I want to see you. I want to see your face. And like, he finally showed me his face. Cause it's almost like he had th three different like levels of like, security <laughs> well i don't know he, he seems like a really like he's like a protector kind of spirit so like um just for side note like i never mentioned like his name like or like who he is like for the most part just because like he's asking me not to just because like if i were to say that like an evil spirit could mimic him yeah. it's kind of like his spiel and um so you know I leave class, life goes on. Um, and then I want to say like three days later, well, maybe if it was a Saturday, it was more like four days later. Cause I feel like it happened on a Wednesday. Like I woke up and I, w I had this dream. Like, you know how nightmares, like they scare you so much that they wake you up. Like, Absolutely. I had a dream that was like, so filled with love that like, I ended up waking up. I was like, this is really cheesy. And like, I turn around and he's like right there. And like, I realized that like, I got really scared. And like, I looked the other way. And when I came back, he was like, not like, physically there anymore like visibly but it was just like it was crazy like how real it was and I'd never seen it before and I just like that I think that's why it scared me so much because like when you see something like that it's like the hell because yeah. <laughs> you're, you're like what's happening um so yeah and like I think I think the reason why I saw him is because during the meditation I kept saying like I want to see you like can you show me or whatever. Um, so that's that. I'm not sure where to, where I was gonna go with that, but like, and like, well, actually, no. Once I saw him, I realized that like I'd actually seen him like in dreams like previously, like later, in, like earlier in life, like throughout my years. Like there are a couple of dreams where like you know, like sometimes dreams will just stick with you. Like they're so vivid that they yeah. just stay. Yeah. And I think someone mentioned that might be like a cosmic dream or crap like that. I don't know. Um, but it's just one of those dreams like you just remember it so vividly and like I remember him being a part of that in a certain way um, 
and then like just feeling like his essence I realized like that's the one that that's the spirit that I've been feeling like my whole life I didn't realize I just didn't realize what it was yeah you know because I'm like like nothing's there so like why would I care what it's there yeah you know what I mean could you draw a picture of him no because he wouldn't want me to for privacy reasons but she could basically but I could I know you don't care. You want to <laughs> Trust me, I know you want me to draw it, but I know, like, out of respect. You just see his, his face, or you see, like, his whole Are y'all to say, like, where, like, what time frame he was from? Well, he's, like, an angelic spirit. Like Never human. Mm, yeah, I think he was never human. So... <laughs> yes, he was that's a why, cat. That's why, that's why um, So, like, do you yeah, talk to that's him why, That's why I call it... No, that's the thing is like, I don't talk to them. Like, I don't think to talk to them. And I, I've been scolded by a psychic before to be like, you don't talk to them. Like, you I'm like, I listen. Um, I think it's just cause I get so distracted by my life that I'm, yeah. you know, cause it's totally like, I have, I've had like, you know, I've had a pretty like safe childhood in the sense of like, I don't have like dead things coming to me all the time. <laughs> you know, like I feel bad for people who like, you know, that was their experience. Do you think you could help them more though? Like you can solve cases? I don't know. See, I feel, I honestly feel closed off just because some like emos- emotional crap like went down in my personal life like a f- couple years ago that like, I feel like kind of closed me in a way like, cause I was like so depressed and stuff like that. So like, I'm trying to like, kind of get back to things, if you will. Like I've been really like, you know how Andy says he med- meditates like, I'm really bad and I don't meditate, but I should. And I, like, I practice Reiki and like, I've seen it work before, but it's just like, I don't know. I just don't do it. It's like, I wouldn't, it's like, I'm not allowing myself to heal. I'm actually going through the exact same thing. I've got a lot of blocks as well. Um, And it's not allowing me to like open up fully. Yeah, I started like questioning myself, like doubting myself just because like, like what happened like a couple years ago just like shook me so much like it wasn't a spiritual thing it was just like a personal relationship type thing and that is just like it just shook everything and so i haven't really like gone back like as andy would say i am curious for you and andy kaylee um well we'll start with andy and then go with you because i know you just said that you've kind of stopped the meditation but andy how do you meditate in what's the best way for people that are sensitive to meditate to kind of open up? What would you suggest? Basically what I do is I do things that help me to open myself up more by just simply closing my eyes and I listen to the sound around me. And a lot of times when you're really focused on the sounds that are around you, sometimes other sounds will come in and a lot of times it will end up being um like a voice or you know something something like that um and you know you just you want to listen to that because that's a lot of times that is a spirit that is trying to give you a message so yeah, basically that's what I do is I just, I really concentrate on, you know, my environment and I just go from there. Mm-hmm. 
Is there any way to know how to keep your connection to that environment safe or if the spirit that's trying to communicate to you is good or bad? Um, I generally use the white light protection, which is envisioning a white light surrounding your entire body and then closing in tightly around you. And um, I, I tend to do this several times just to make sure that it's well secured. And that will generally keep out anything negative. And so, yeah, that's that's basically how I protect myself when I when I meditate. So it's the thought of something positive and pure, such as exactly. the, the white light. Yeah, the exactly. The white light represents purity, so nothing can come through it. Okay. And the white light is also it looks different to different people as well yeah okay I, I can understand what you're saying everyone envisions their own style or shade of it correct exactly now jumping to Kaylee um, Kaylee how were you meditating before you started kind of you know closing off from it um, well what he brought about the white light that's what they tell you to do is like my guy like the basic meditation that he would do our instructor would like have us go through is like um, you know, you ascend like a staircase because you're supposed to like, you're trying like in some ways, like you're trying to like raise yourself up to a higher plane because like, you know, quote unquote, the demons are down here and crap like that. Yeah. Um, and so like you, like you extend, ascend up and um, like you at the end of those staircases, like the bright white light and like for him, it, it would like, they he would just tell us to like, you know, surround ourselves in the white light, like, you know, bathe in it and be like, you know, just kind of like get yourself like, I don't know, ready. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then- <laughs> Like a precaution type of thing. Yeah, and I mean like really like meditations like are all different. You know, it's not like it has to be this way. Like this guy would always right. say, don't put psychic energy in a box. Like there's no like one formula way. Like, okay. cause like, for example, like when we start meditations, like, he would say like, you know, feel it like flowing up through your legs or whatever. I'm like, I told him like, it's like, I always feel it in my hands first. Like, is that wrong? He's like, no, that's perfectly fine. He's like, that just means you're a healer and stuff like that. And so, you know, like everyone experiences things differently, like Andy said. Um, I've had meditations like on my own where it's like, I end up going through like a bamboo forest. Cause that is just, I just felt like that was like where I was at the like, moment. Tranquil. Yeah. Um, so I like, usually oh, feel it in my hands first, too, by the way. Yeah. So. Hmm. Yeah, the people that I've talked to, you know, throughout my time with PILT, I've noticed more common than not, they feel something in their hands. And I've always heard the term healer. And in that sense, let's go with you, Andy. Well, how would you, you know, elaborate on what a healer is? Well, I personally am an energy healer and a healer basically uses their own energy from their body to heal others using their energy. So it's, again, really difficult to explain. By the way, I'm, I'm not 
you know, I've not done what Kaylee's done. I've not taken any sort of classes or anything like that. I've learned what I've learned through people who do the same thing that I do. Gotcha. So, yeah, I've, I've not actually taken any courses or anything like that. So that's why it's harder for me to explain than it is for Kaylee. But, you know, for me, basically, I like to close my eyes and envision the person who is sick or is in pain or needs help. And I will envision myself putting the white light around them and then uh, I will basically envision them and then I will work my way inward inside of their body until I find the problem area and when I find the problem area I will then focus my energy on it until it's no longer a problem that's what I do. Um, and yes, it, it is very, very draining. But I'm still I'm still in the process of learning and do things like that. Do you have guides to help you? I, I do. Um, I have trouble with um, communicating with my spirit guides um, because I'm not... Oh, you were going to say it, sorry. <laughs> yeah, because I'm I'm not fully open yet, so I have trouble in terms of communicating with any spirit, really. Um, but most of the time, when I am communicating with spirits, I will get, like I said, like a flash of, like a vision. Or a lot of times, I will get like a phantom smell. Um things like cologne or perfume um i've gotten the smell of like candy or cherry lollipops before you know any kind of smell um i've gotten flowers um, roses gardenias that sort of thing that's cool um and also i am able to feel energy as well um like I can differentiate between a good spirit and a bad spirit just by how they feel. I don't know how it is for you, but for me, like when I come across like a, a good natured type of spirit, it's like a, it's almost like a warm tingly type of feeling. Mm -hmm. And it'll raise the hair on my arms and my arms will get really tingly and uh, the back of my neck will get warm and if it's something negative my heart rate will speed up and I'll start to feel like anxiety like really strong anxiety mm -hmm. and that's how I differentiate between the two gotcha yeah for me um I've never, as far as I know, like I've never gotten any smells. I think I just don't care about that sense very much to pick it up, I guess. Um, for me, I'm an extremely visual person. Like I always tell people like if I could speak in pictures, like I would, because words kind of let me down a lot. So I'm right. a fan of words. Um, I think for me, like I can get an image from my spirit guide and know exactly like what they're trying to say to me kind of thing. Right. Like it just like, because I pick up on like the feeling of that image, like 
like what does that image bring like sometimes I'll get like like I said before it's like I'll get like the thought message in my head like it's like it's like a snapshot thing so it's kind of like to the point where it's like it's so quick you're like did I make that up just now or like did something just tell me that because it like it just the thought just comes into your head like so quickly that happens to me too actually like you'll get you'll get almost like a, a photo of like a photograph of a person yeah for me it's like it's a whole it can be a whole scene too so like for example like when i saw like my husband's dad like i would i, I was getting like a visual of like i knew it was like i it's like i could see the visual so clearly like of like the guy like there was like an upside down like bucket in the garage like one of those like tall plastic buckets you could sit on like i just felt like there was a man sitting there like this you know just like what do i do and but like there are times where it's like like seeing like i don't know like future states i like i'm not trying to say like i like can see the future and crap like that but like i'll get What's that guy's name? <laughs> yeah, um, it's like I'll get a picture of like how something could be and I'm like, oh that's wonderful. Like, but like, you know, sometimes what will happen is like life gets in the way. It's mm -hmm. like it prevents you from getting to that image and things like that. Or um, you know, so like I know people it's ironically, people come to me asking for advice. Like I've never like given anyone like really a psychic reading, like I'm kind of afraid to because I'm like I don't want to get it wrong because I'm kind of perfectionist like that um but it's like it's like weirdly enough like people come to me for advice and like you know obviously I use logic but at the same time it's like I can kind of like visualize like a future state for them and be like hey this could be like your future but you got to do this this and that otherwise you're just gonna be messed up it's like they're drawn <laughs> to you didn't you do something with like paper or something to, to read us to, to read somebody or they did something psychic art yeah oh yeah I did do stuff that was fun so, thanks for reminding me well, um, thank you you can Ryan read. being his usual skeptic self so it's okay since Nate's been quiet you can ask Andy the next question all right psychic art okay so psychic art real quick <laughs> so like one of the psychic development class sessions and like whenever we go to psychic development class it's like it's going to be something different every time like i think they finally like well, they're not letting him do psychic art anymore because it was just messy obviously because it's doing paint because oh. <laughs> they were doing it at like a psychic store yeah um if you're in indianapolis it's called new age people they have lots of stupid knickknacks there but like i don't really go there for the knickknacks yeah. um you know it looks kind of like a gift shop in there um I mostly just go for the the guy who like runs the classes because he's pretty mm. cool. Um, and so he introduced psychic art and it's almost like, what are those inkblot type tests? I guess it is. Um, oh, it's the, uh, get it, Nate. Roy Schwood. I'm afraid to say it because I know I'll screw that. So it's kind of. Hang on, Andy, we got this. Maybe Andy knows. Andy, do you know what it's It's called the Rorschach test. There we go. Thank you, Andy. Yeah, that was second yesterday. 
Andy said it so clear. We're over here like stuttering um, on our words. So it's kind of <laughs> like you have like the colors of the rainbow in front of you, which um, every color is like a representative of like a chakra, you know, okay. like that stuff. Gotcha. Um, and like I've never like I don't really like study up on chakras that much because I don't care. Mm. You know, like I mean, like I know like the basics. Be like, okay, this means that. Mm. Per se, picky sensitive. I, I admit it. I am. It's one of those things. <laughs> for me, it's like things that like I don't understand. I leave open. I'm yeah. like I, I stick a pin in it, and if I get more evidence later on, so be it. If Continue not, it's it. not gonna ruin my life. I'm not gonna like obsess about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's. Schuler does the test. Would you ever? It's not a test. Like, not a test, but if he if he does it, would you be able to read what? what I actually are? did one oh. last week on Facebook. I saw a demon. <laughs> well, let me finish. I saw a demon. <laughs> so, for example, like we each get a partner, and like it's kind of like you'd hold up your hand to kind of like read their energy, and like you would pick up different colors of paint, like that you feel like you know I feel like purple or something. You just kind of like Black. squiggle it around the thing. There wasn't black. <laughs> There's no black. There's no black. Because um, technically, black. technically, black is all the colors in one. So oh, it just makes it good. Pigment. So once you like do like once you feel you got like enough squigglies on your paper, <laughs> like water, like paint droplets or whatever, you like fold it up any way you want, like any way you feel like it needs to be folded up. And um, well, not, actually, what he had us do is like we folded our own pieces of paper ahead of time and then you open it back up and then I, like, let's say this person folded up their piece of paper this way and this way. And then they gave it to me, I open it up, I do it and you're supposed to fold it back up the way it did because it's supposed to like, them folding up puts like their energy onto it and gotcha. stuff like that. Okay. Um, and so, you know, I wasn't sure, like when I first did it, like I wasn't sure like if this was actually gonna work. So I was just like, cause I'd never seen it before. Like I didn't even think it was an option and like, it was really interesting like it's like it just clicked with me like it was like i was like i want to do psychic art for a living because this seems like so much fun like because i'm just so you know like my background is like i always wanted to be like an artist when i was a kid and then my sister said they make more money so <laughs> i had to find new dreams um so like that's why it really resonated with me and like i had been to a couple more classes where he had did done psychic art and like it would just be spot on like there was one where um it, like when I was reading this person, it, like I saw like a spine, like it looked like a human spine. Mm -hmm. Like you can see the bones and stuff like that. But I told him like, it looks like there's like healing rings around it. Like there's like, there's some kind of back issue with either you or a family member, but like, it looks like you guys are aware of it and like you're dealing with it. Like it's going to be fine. Mm -hmm. And she was like, you're exactly right. And I was just like, I was like, what? <laughs> and she like told me like her mom, like was having the back problems and like, She'd already been to the doctor and like they were getting it handled and stuff like that. And I was just like, like I literally never met this person before. I'm like, that's what kind of like ingrained it. For, like that's what did it for me was just like, every time I did those things, like they would always be like spot on. Like there was one where I always like it when it's like a giant, like, like you know, ink blot. Mm -hmm. But like there was one person where like, they actually, he did a different exercise this one time where like, you fold your own piece of paper and you you put the paper you put the paint on yourself, gotcha. and then you pass that over to someone else. Like you would just like we, we were sitting in a circle and we just passed it over. And like this one, like there was no ink blot because she did like very little on it. 
and I was just like not into reading it. I was like, oh, like I can't read any of this. I was like, I see a praying mantis and crap like that. Like no, and I was like, I think I see this, and like they're like, ooh, oh, you know, <laughs> and because um, I don't know, because apparently like when you see like animals things like they're supposed to be symbols for things but like I don't know these symbols because gotcha. I'm like all new with this I was just like so I see a crane man into so what I don't care and the the sidekick guy like the the teacher was like that that usually when you see a praying mantis in either like a psychic reading or something like this it means that you're like experimenting with things like you're trying out new things in your life and she brought up that like I think she was like going through like a career change at the moment like gotcha. she was like she's exploring the idea of like a career change or something like that and I was like oh well, okay I feel a little better now <laughs> it was one of my off days where I, where I was kind of pissy and yeah didn't really like that was like my heart wasn't open kind of deal <laughs> so like, I was like it's good to know that I can still read people even when I'm like ticked off <laughs> you just don't care so yeah you're on your yeah. own <laughs> so that's what psychic art is if anyone didn't know in the room Andy what is your take on that sir well I really don't know anything about psychic art, to be honest with you. But um, I do give I do give readings of my own. I've just started actually giving private readings, and my readings are intuitive, and I also give like pendulum readings. But I'm currently working on something new. I'm working on developing cartomancy skills what would that be cartomancy is like reading playing cards like average run-of-the-mill playing card i've got like a deck of the standard deck of cards kind of stuff bicycle. yep standard deck of cards i've got um a deck of bicycle cards that i just recently got and so yeah i've been basically reading to i've been studying to read them kind of like tarot it's actually very similar to tarot it's a little more difficult to um, learn and understand than tarot is because tarot has you know so many images involved with it you know each card has like very vivid pictures whereas playing cards do not. So it's it's a lot of memorization in terms of what the cards mean to you and things like that. But everybody has a different interpretation of what each card means. So it's very difficult to learn because it's not something that you can just hop on YouTube and learn simply because everybody has different interpretations. Andy, I think Nate had a couple of questions for you regarding this theory. Um, okay. <laughs> Do you have an actual question? Well, he or was... a sarcastic question? No, it's Nate, not me. Oh, okay. I thought <laughs> they said Ryan. <laughs> it's okay. I, I will jump on with Nate here. My, I'm sorry, I'm going to cut line real quick, Nate. My question, first off, is how do you go about understanding to read these cards, Andy, compared Google. to the tarot cards? Um, no, not Google. <laughs> go ahead. <Andy. laughs> well, there's a lot of there's a little bit of numerology involved. You want to start with the number 
and then the picture for each card. And then once you have read what each number and picture means, you want to basically use numerology to string them together to come up with a full message. That's really interesting. So, yeah, um, that's the part that I'm currently still working on, though. Um, once I get the hang of that, I'll be ready to actually start doing readings with the cards. But you know, that'd be cool is if we did a podcast where you did a reading doing that. That'd be cool sometimes. You know, actually, to be honest with you, after the podcast was over, I was thinking about bringing that up. Yeah, it'd be fun to like just have like testing podcasts like that at some good. point. We can test that. Right. Yeah, we can do Nate because he hasn't talked all night. We can do Nate. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Nate. But no, like if we bring on guests too, like maybe we can make that an ending segment where if they feel comfortable enough, you could do that. Yeah. That'd be really cool. I know what, like, just you know, one of the goals for me, like, joining this group was not just to like discover ghosts and stuff like that, but like, see like like put myself in those like environments of i don't necessarily get to see ghosts all the time let's go to places where there are ghosts like or have been confirmed sightings per se to like mm -hmm. that way i could test out if like this stuff is real or not or and then also like it'd be nice to like try out some like psychic readings at some point ivy boo uh, ivy boo ivy boo <laughs> what about it no they can do readings they didn't have that last year that would be unique. That'd be different. Well, I'm like, that for me, be. it's like, I, I'm not necessarily for Andy, but for me, like, I'd probably like offer them for free just because I'm learning. That'd be it cool. Makes the most and sense to me. And it's interactive too. What I, what I do is I offer my readings for free, but there are those people who feel that, you know, I gave them such a good reading that they insist on paying me but I don't accept money. So what I tell them is I will accept small, inexpensive crystals, since I am also a, a collector of crystals. I totally agree with that. But yeah, you know, ultimately, you know, Ryan's idea of doing that at the Ivy Boo, which is a local Indiana event that we did last year, if we get if we get invited yeah if we get invited to go back to it because you know these events they're, what did you like you guys do something no Ryan i was did. i was abandoned to get kindred kids <laughs> ryan is a good guy he ended up getting, because i was a new person i got kicked out of the <laughs> room to go get candy to the kids you're a man in the table <laughs> andy it's it's a local indiana event that we did we do any events that we're invited to that we can get to where we put out our name or we talk to people and what we share thing. stories and what ryan is trying to say here is if we get back to this event or another we could have kaylee try to do some readings and see if you know people are interested with that or sit at the and table then, giving candy to kids or sit at the table <laughs> hand candy kids. or along with that what we could do is do a live video chat with you andy and have you and kaylee both doing that and that i think that'd be cool because you have an in-person and, and then at the same time you have the same thing going on but with someone from another state do a video chat and I think that'd be a, a cool experiment at the same time as people have an interaction. Are, are you down for that, Andy? Yeah, I'm down for that. I don't think, awesome. I don't think anybody had, awesome. I don't think <laughs> had that last year. What's that? The reading stuff. stuff. Mm -hmm. It didn't. 
So I guess, okay, so let's say we're on investigation and we call you in or do a video chat. Would you be able to feel anything if you're on call? Absolutely. Yes. Some people can. Okay. Um, I do a lot of long distance work in terms of like with my healing and things like that. So yeah, I would absolutely be able to. Okay. It's uh, something we could try out. I mean, it, it doesn't is. hurt to well, try. No, I, I didn't know. I didn't know how that how that works. I think it'd be a, a, a very interesting know. approach. I'm gonna try to tell him that. For sure. I mean, we'd have Kaylee in person, and then we'd also have Andy's feelings from a video chat from another state. And Link combined. We are Captain Planet. I'm <laughs> 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 Nate, did you, you still have any questions for Andy? <laughs> An um, <laughs> when did you discover that you had these abilities? It started at a very young age, but I, you know, like I said, I really didn't start to embrace it until about last year, but I've, I've been able to do this for a very long time. So it, I would say it started for me probably around the age of five or six. Okay. But yeah, I mean, I, I just haven't used it a whole lot until recently how do you recognize dandy when you were five or six do you remember anything significant that stood out during that time um just just like the flashes of images that i would get like i said it, it all started with the images and that that for me went on for several years um and then after that it started turning into like certain smells okay um you know and it it basically being a part of the paranormal community um helped open me up a lot as well because i became more open to the you know the possibility of spirits actually existing gotcha and you know that that does open you up quite a bit but the more that you experience the more open you become it's very true yeah oh i think ryan has a question yeah did you tell your parents or anybody when you were younger about it at all or did you keep it uh no actually i still haven't <laughs> i know you guys are the same boat because you have a happy nose yeah, I, I don't think they would really uh, care all that much. <laughs> but uh, I haven't told very many people at all, to be honest with you. Okay. okay. Yeah. Well, that, that's what Ryan was sidetracking with Kaylee here. Because Kaylee hasn't really shared too much of her uh, sensitivity with her fellow family and friends. Your other, other than parents listen to the podcast? See, I don't even know they exist, dude. So you probably, no. so you're even you're even doing this at all. Um, I think they know now because like they know I'm like I'm part of like a paranormal rescue team. It was yeah. brought up like once, like. But they don't need that you're sensitive. She's like a superhero. And why are we hiding this? <sighs> it's personal. Because a lot but of people don't believe in it, and so. Exactly. There's a lot of people that will look at you cross-eyed if you. Don't be you scared know. of who you are. 
with telling people whether or not you're a sensitive or empath or stuff like that. Have, yeah. Other than us, have there been other people, not not the people that you've helped, you know, like the Instagram or anything, but have there been close family or friends that you have felt comfortable with help? No. <laughs> no, not really. Um, mostly just through Instagram and things like that. You know, people that I'm generally not emotionally connected with. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm I'm not to that point yet. I'm I'm waiting until I can get a better hold of it, like a better understanding of what's going on. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, I I need to work on these blocks that I'm having, and I need to work on you know being able to hone it better, um, and things like that. So once I get a hold of it and I, I understand more of what's going on with me because you know until you fully understand it how are you going to explain it to someone exactly you know so I'm, I'm kind of waiting for that to happen first like Kaylee said baby steps you know and maybe over time exactly. with you being along with the team now you know you and Kaylee and even myself Nate and Ryan we can learn more about what it is to be a sensitive what to look out for, how to know, you know, how to hone in onto these abilities and whether, whether or not you want to suppress them or embrace them, you know, it's good to know how to have that type of ability to control. Right. You know, and maybe uh, Kaylee and I can work together on it yeah. and uh, work to, you know, strengthen our abilities together. So it's good yeah. to have a psychic buddy. Exactly. Do you have your psychic buddy? <laughs> Sorry, that's a reference from Finding Nemo, except they said, do you have your exit buddy? Oh. <laughs> um, sorry, I didn't, I didn't quite grasp that because I've not seen that movie, so. <laughs> no worries. I, I'm obsessed with kids' movies because that's, I live in the past, I guess. Disney movies yeah. are witchcraft. There's a lot of What'd witchcraft. What'd you say? <laughs> Disney has witchcraft? <laughs> There's a lot of witchcraft in there. There is. Okay. We have plenty of topics and plenty of podcasts to come on. But sadly, I think tonight we have come to an end. And once again, Kaylee and Andy, I think you guys have made this hour to sit by. The end always comes too soon. It does. It really does. <laughs> you know, and I think we can elaborate more on this topic, but it's going to be interesting whenever we bring this topic back up. Yeah, I mean, it'll, it'll get more interesting as we grow in our abilities and things like that, so... Yeah, yeah, totally. Kaylee, Andy, thank you guys for talking personally again, you know, about your abilities and your experiences, obviously. I know Nate really didn't have as many questions as I was hoping he would. That's all right, Nate. We'll get you next time. <laughs> Good conversations. Well, before we go, if anyone out there listening wants to contact us, all you got to do is go to Google, type in PILT Paranormal. You'll find our Facebook page, Instagram, website all that good stuff and our updates on Instagram will have them on there too. You know what? I think Ryan has one more thing here. No, Ryan, Kaylee? Nope, I got nothing. Nate's still quiet over there. Yep. Yep, so nothing there. But yeah, you know, thank you guys for listening and we hope you stay tuned in for our next episode. You guys don't have anything else? I don't think I do. So. I think we're good to go. All right. Once again, thank you guys for listening to the Pair Connection Podcast and we will speak with you next time. And until then, stay frosty.